You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, and I'm here to help you sell more on your online store. Before we begin, I would love to pay respect and acknowledgement to the Palawa people of Lutruwita, who are the traditional owners of the land on which Unstoppable E-Commerce operates, and pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. So excited for today's episode. I am joined once again by Alicia Mafadia from the Social Impact we're talking all about Instagram SEO, so how to actually get found on Instagram. We're also jumping in to chat about what's changed since last time we chatted and what Instagram's looking for these days. And I get Alicia's opinion on the new paid verification from Instagram and Facebook. As usual, Alicia is dropping all the value today. So thank you for joining me. Let's jump straight in. So Alicia, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I am, the excitement is here. The excitement is here. Got some good stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so excited to have you back. It's been nearly six months since you were on the show and a little bit of stuff's changed on Instagram since then, you know, as it always does. Absolutely. Every week. <laughs> yeah, right. The first thing I wanted to jump in and chat to you about was Instagram SEO. Now, typically this term stands for search engine optimization, so it's not quite technically right, but in this case, we're talking about how to get people to find you when they search on Instagram. So what's Instagram SEO refer to? Yeah, perfect. So, and I think this is such a big topic that so many business owners may have heard of, but it's really important to utilize because it's free. Like you can utilize this for free and you can actually see the results. So in terms of Instagram SEO, yes, it's not exactly what you'd see for Google, but what, so pretty much when we're talking about Instagram, the keywords, the words you use. So Instagram is trying to get your content out there, is trying to allow people to find you based upon what you share. So it's not like everyone thinks and they're all trying not to show our content. I feel like everyone's always like, the algorithm hates me. All the time. But it's it's a thing I pretty much say you need to befriend. You need to make the algorithm your best friend. And the way to do that is you help Instagram. Instagram helps you. So with what you're sharing, it's a case of, and I know some people like, oh, this is going to take more time. I don't have it. And it's like, yeah, but everything that you share, if you can literally, it's kind of like spelling it out for Instagram. It's like, this is what this content is about. This is what this will help. So that way when people are searching for the keywords, so say, for example, ads or something like that, and they're like, oh, you know, how to optimize my ads or, you know, how to set up Facebook ads. So that way when people search for something, they're able to find you. That's really what it's all about here. Because I actually go to Instagram a lot for most of my clothes I tend to buy from brands that I find on Instagram because, you know, I like colourful, different stuff that you don't just walk in and see at the department yes. stores. So I'm on there and then when I'm searching, I actually struggle to find sometimes those things that I'm searching for, like colourful clothing and, you know, sometimes those basic keywords people are forgetting. Yeah. So where should they be putting those things in? Yeah, spot on, spot on. And I'm the same. I literally, I go to Instagram to shop for everything these days, you know. So (laughs) it really is exactly what you've said. So really important. There's quite a few different ways that we can do this. So naturally, um, you know, first things first, if you are location-based, please, please, please include that because that is such a big helper for Instagram. 
you know, mm. whether you've got a shop front, whether you, um, you know, have um, even a stall, like even if you've got some pop-ups to include that for a period, really helpful, whether it be on your page, whether it be on the post itself, Instagram's able to start tracking and being like, okay, this is where she is. This is where, you know, her content is being created. So if people are looking for, mm. um, you know, Instagram's picking up that you're interested in location-based you know, where to go, where to eat, things like this, Instagram's able to start connecting the dots between you and someone you may be trying to target. So you can start, uh, first things first is like locations. Um, next thing is a big one is to really utilize your name, your name and your bio. So on Instagram, you know, they updated this last year. Um, in the past, we could only use 30 characters, right? So underneath your profile picture is your name. I'm not talking about what you log in with, but I'm talking about your name. And we're talking, so for e-commerce businesses, it's the name of the business, not sort of personal yeah. name. Yeah. And not the handle. The handle's different. So the handle, the username, okay. that's different. But underneath, so if we go to your profile, it's what comes underneath the very top, nice and bold, underneath your um, profile picture, that's your name. This is what people will see when you message them, you know. So yeah, it's right. a really big one. So what I like to do is, you know, if you are the face of your brand, right, put a name in there, right? But we want to make sure that it doesn't end there. What are some keywords that help people to find you, right? So if you are going to search for your product, what would you be looking for? You know, sustainable cleaning products, looking for energy infused crystals, right? So think about those keywords, less about, oh, this is such a beautiful way to describe my product, right? Yeah. What are people actually searching for? Exactly. Exactly. Like the fancy copywriting, the fancy words. We just want really basic what your key you know, customer would be looking for. And a lot of the time that's something that people go wrong with straight away is they've got this fancy terminology and people are like, I don't know what that means. I am just getting into flowers. I don't know what this fancy word means. So yeah, right. really making sure the terminology is on that level of what someone is searching for you. And would you still include the name first? Yeah, look, for me, obviously with my brand, with my brands, I will always be sort of the personality behind it, big essence of it. So I would include yeah. it. And the other thing as well is when I'm actually looking for brands, it's like that really easy personal touch, you know, it's that easy distinction between a massive brand that has somebody at the top. I have no idea who, right. And you can still yeah. have a really big brand, but just to have like some little human touch, Lauren, yeah. right. Tracy, and you're like, oh, amazing. Yeah, she, I, I bet she has a big team. But just having like a little bit of personal touch really always stands out for me. And I'm like, okay, great. I want to support you, Tracy, much more over Amazon, <laughs> much more over, you know, these big brands. Yeah. And how would you break that up? So I'm thinking one of my clients, Acorn Kids, yep. they sell kids hats. They're in Australia. So maybe their name could be Acorn Kids something and then Kids Hats Australia. What would you make that something like? Some people use like the straight up and down dash, are yes. we calling that? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, the line, <laughs> the wall. The line, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the vertical line. Or can you use emojis in the name? So, look, I think for me, if I was sort of approaching an e-commerce brand, I would really want to remind them that they are searchable through their username. So if their username is, is it Acon? 
Acorn has? Acorn Kids. Acorn Kids, thank you. Um, so Acorn Kids, if that's a username, they're already discoverable through that. So I wouldn't be necessarily using it in the name as well. It's just a bit of a double up. Okay. Um, and instead I would sort of be, you know, putting starting to put those keywords. So if it was me, I'd sort of have a name, like the name of the brand, like behind the brand, and then it would be coming yep. in for, you know, hats for kids made in Australia or something like that. You've got the demographic side. If you are selling a product that is specifically available only in Australia, utilize that. If you yep. are made in Australia and that's a big selling point for you, utilize that. You know, so having Australia in there, having the product, that can be really, really helpful as well. So what if somebody's seeing your post in the feed, like I'm thinking brand recognition, are you still seeing the username for the name or do you only see yep, so, sorry, like the handle or are you only seeing the name? So on the feed, when people um, are scrolling down, they find you, it's the username. It's really just the names for when people are DMing you and things. So, you know, and look, it's definitely up to brands. But for me, if I'm looking at strategy wise, I'm like, okay, this is Mm -hmm. a double up. That's, you know, space that we can be really using. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a big one that I just sort of want to remind um, businesses about. It's like, okay, yes, we could put in emojis. Yes, we could put in your brand name, but and look, I, I'm pretty sure I have a crown in mine for Reels Queen, but the... <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> always. But emojis, they're not really searchable. They're going to come up as sort of like a code and yeah. your brand name is already there. So it's really thinking about, okay, what can I add to help me to be found? A big thing that I get my students to sort of do is type in, you know, you already know maybe some competitors, right? So look up what they've got in their keywords and see what other people are using. Sometimes we do this and we actually find no one is really utilizing this yet. So it's a really good Mm. opportunity. It's like, okay, everyone's gone this, you know, outdated approach where they're not keeping in mind Instagram SEO. So what are the keywords? If I went onto Google, what helps me to be found? It's bringing that in here. Yeah. If you're not quite sure what your customers refer to your product or as, like I did this on my stories, I did a little poll yes. and I'm like, what do you like to be called? So e-commerce store owners, online store owners, yeah. or I think it was e-commerce business owner. Yes. Because if I'm going to be like putting in these words into my copy and my keywords and things like that, you kind of want to know well, what is it that they're actually searching for? Yeah. So if you sell like flip-flops, do people call them flip-flops? Do they call them thongs? Do they like, <laughs> what are they actually using? Yes. So even just like surveying your current audience mm-hmm. to try and decide which words to put in can be a good idea too. Yeah. And even going to previous reviews and things and looking at some of those mm, keywords great idea. that keep popping up. Again, we pretty much, we just want to take it directly from your customer's mouth because that's what people are going to be searching. Excellent. I love that. Okay. What about in the actual captions? Can we be putting keywords in there as well? Yeah, perfect. So we've got location, we've got your bio, your name. Next, we definitely have your individual posts. So there's quite a few ways that we can optimize your post. A lot of people like, oh, you know, the explore page, right? That's where Instagram pretty much suggests posts, reels, pieces of content to somebody, regardless of whether they're following you or not. So that's definitely where we really want to end up. That's a lot of the time when your real post takes off. It's because you've ranked enough. Instagram's been able to pick up what you're posting and you've appeared on that explore page. So to get there, we really want to use SEO, right? So we've got captions. 
in the past, you really needed to utilize uh, hashtags to be able to boost that discoverability from your post, right? Really communicate to Instagram, this is this post and this is what it's about. However, Instagram, thank you very much, um, has made (laughs) our captions searchable. So in a sense where you're able to include those keywords, right? So look, if you haven't already picked up, keywords are very, very important. They're pretty much, you know, what you might be using as hashtags, but without the hashtag, right? So these keywords that people are searching for your brand, after this episode, I want you to go and I want you to make a list, right? Make a list of at least 20 keywords, right? That people are searching, especially if you've got multiple products, right? We want to be able to establish those keywords and we want to use them again and again, because the big thing as well is it's consistency, you know, just because you use it on one post that gives, you know, that gives Instagram like a little, you know, if you imagine like a map, right. And you're giving Instagram like a little bit of a, um, you know, when you travel the world and you put those pins on the map, it's like Instagram, I'm here and you put a pin, but it's like, hang on, there's still lots of pins out there. Everyone else is putting pins down for this as well. So you need to sort of keep just pinging to Instagram. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm here for. Without, st- we're not stuffing all 20 keywords into one post, no. one caption. No, 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 no. Okay. Like, you know, it's really just, I, the way I'd like to do it is I write the caption as I would, and then I just have a quick yep. little look at it, right? So it's, it's not a case of changing the way you're doing things significantly. It's about writing your caption as you would and just having a quick glance through it. It's like, Have I got many keywords in here? Can I add it in, in any way? All right. So it's just sort of that icing on the top, which is really going to get the better results. So that's in way of the caption, including those keywords, people then ask me, do I still use hashtags? Right. Again, you have the opportunity to use up to 30. So why don't you, you know, I definitely don't use all 30 if I haven't got relevant hashtags. That's a big thing. I'm not going to just yeah. be like hashtag love, hashtag business. Hashtag, you know. Hashtag Kim Kardashian. No. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel so many people use irrelevant ones to try and get found, but then they're getting found by the wrong people. Because if I'm looking for Kim Kardashian, I'm not looking for, you know, kids hats. Consistency as well, you know? So yes, spot on, you know, I probably do about 15, 20 hashtags and you can put them in the comments. Um, They aren't searchable through the comments. That's the only thing that I really want to make clear. A lot of people put them in the comments and every now and again, I do as well um, because it does look better than having them all at the bottom of the caption. But it's just really important to understand you are sort of sacrificing. At this point, Instagram isn't searching comments for those keywords. So is there any advantage to putting them in the comments? Who's finding them via that? No one. No one. It's really just, you know, okay. like Instagram can still see that it's connected to the post. Like you can still, but yep. in way of the SEO front, in way of sort of picking up those pins that we're talking about, like dropping down, it's not yep. beneficial there. So yes, you know, if you search, if you hashtag. I must stop putting my hashtags in the comments. I know. And look, <laughs> I still do it as well. And even like this is a reminder for me as well. It's like, hang on a second. Yep. So it's sort of that front of, yes, if I search hashtags and I search for e-commerce business and you've been hashtagging that, whether it's in the caption or the comments, great, you can appear. But it's more about, again, just putting those pins down to establish your content as a whole, your brand as a whole. Um, So that's sort of the difference there. Okay, awesome. So that's the captions. And then we also go into, if you are posting, so if you're posting 
carousels if you're posting images, um, which, you know, Instagram has come out and said they would love us to continue doing that. Um, and I know a lot of people have been like, oh, I put all this time and effort into reels, you know. I love reels. Yes. You know that I love reels. But um, Instagram's come out and I have always, always come with the approach of Instagram isn't just a video platform. I love video. It is the most powerful type of content. But even during my time, even during the time when I'm like, reels, 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 and I'm still like, reels, reels, reels. But I've <laughs> always been like, reels are not enough to just use entirely. You do need yeah. these other pieces of content. And that's really what I take away Instagram coming and saying, you know, we're focusing. No, they're just reminding us that there's these other features and they want to make sure that yeah. people are using them. Because so, they did. They did come out and say, look, we went too far. Yes. We pushed video over everything else. And in 2023, we're, we're actually, you know, going to start prioritizing photos and carousels more than we did. Yeah. So I think they were like chasing TikTok too much. Yeah. <laughs> and then went, hang on, people actually liked our photos. They don't really have that much. So maybe we should go back that way. Yeah. And I think a big thing as well, just to note there, is... Instagram says that, but at the end of the day, it still comes down to what's keeping people on the platform. And yeah. yes, people... And what are they engaging with? Yeah, and look, yes, people like video static posts. Yes, people like carousels. But what is still keeping them on the platform the most? It's reels. So despite yeah. them saying that, it's just also thinking, okay, if I'm thinking Instagram as a business, say I'm like the CEO of Instagram, and I'm like, yes, people want this more. So we're going to tell them we're doing this, but it's also thinking, hang on a second, we need to keep people on the platform. So if an image yeah. is keeping someone on the platform for, you know, five seconds versus a reel that's got them watching it again and again, which is more beneficial for us as a business? So that's something yeah. I just want to remind people about as well. Okay. We're not stopping reels anytime soon. No, no, we are not. No, we are not. But yes. So we're jumping back. Sorry, I Karen, I go on a little tangent. But jumping back in, so if we are posting a static post, if we are posting a carousel, which is where you have multiple, multiple images, multiple graphics that are great because it does interrupt our pattern of scrolling down the feed. So mm. someone all of a sudden interrupts that pattern by needing to scroll left to right, which is great. Yeah. Um, and it also tells Instagram, hang on a second, they're, they're taking time to, you know, it's pretty much counting time. It's like, okay, one second. Two seconds, three seconds, yeah. yes. So if you are posting these, there is something that you can do to instantly add more, you know, Instagram SEO, and that is the alt text function. So mm. and this is there for accessibility. And for me, it's I feel really unethical to use this feature really poorly because it is there for a reason. It is there for accessibility. Yeah. But I also want to make sure I can use it ethically I can use it to help someone who is relying on it, but I can also use keywords in there. So that's sort of one thing I say, and I know I see brands all the time using it and it's just literally like... Keyword stuff. Yeah, it's literally like just they've copy and pasted their hashtags into their alt text. Yeah, okay. So, and for me, I'm like, well, I'm just... Personally, I'm imagining someone who is relying on this and they can't consume your content. So that's a big thing it's kind of like um if you're on pinterest you know and you're writing your um name for your pin it doesn't need to we're sort of making sense of what's in the image that's what we're doing there yeah that's what in the visual you know so that's another great place to use those keywords those words that are going to help you to continue putting that pin on that board to tell instagram hey if somebody is looking for 
eco packaging. I sell it. If someone is looking yes. for, you know, handmade jewelry that's made to last, you know, in the beaches of Australia, that's me. So that's another big place and a big tip because I know it can, if you're doing a five, six, eight, ten carousel post, it can be like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Thanks, Alicia. You've just added <laughs> all this time. I like to post my static posts, my carousels through my desktop because I can really quickly, yes, you can copy and paste a base form of your old text, but as well, I'm so much quicker in writing out that old text. Yeah. Great tip. I tend to do that as well, actually, like videos on the phone and then just the static ones, just easier. They're on my desktop. I can grab them, put them in, write the copy, put the enter spaces in easily, that sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you're not doing a collaboration post because Mm. desktops haven't updated that far yet, you're able to do them on the desktop. It's really clean. They've made it really nice and um, user-friendly. And I actually find them a lot quicker doing that. Awesome. Okay, I have another question for you, and this one's been a bit controversial. There's been a few mixed emotions coming out from this, but Instagram and Facebook have launched paid verification. What are your thoughts? This is the blue tick for people that are wondering. You used to be able to get this if you were high profile, if you could prove that you were like the official celebrity or author or or sports person or whatever it was that you were very well known yeah been on maps (laughs) (laughs) now it's available to people who are willing to pay for it yes so look i think this is a really smart a really smart decision by instagram by meta and i know that a lot of businesses have come out and they've in my opinion it's definitely a case of separating your ego, <laughs> separating your ego and thinking from a business decision, right? Yes, yeah. it's a subscription. You're going to be paying, I think it's $24.99 US, I think it is a month. And it is at the moment, they're just trialing it here in Australia and New Zealand. So that's really cool. First of all, I'm like, sweet, we never get things first. Great. I'm yeah. celebrating that. A big thing for me is, as I said, separating your ego from the business decision. Are you wanting the verification because it makes you feel, you know, it makes you feel good. It makes your business feel better, you know, but you're still not getting sales, right? Like, are you making it from that point of view or are you making it from the point of view of, okay, if I have the blue tick, it signals to my potential customers that instantly we're no spam we are Mm. legit. We've been proved. I feel like this is really going to help with those people that spam after competitions. You know, they send you a message going, hey, you won. You just need to send us your credit card details, Uh, you know, or click this dodgy link. Now people will be able to say, just look out for the blue tick. Absolutely. And that's a big thing as well is just last year I had, you know, I've got fake accounts popping up all the time, right? And that's what happens when you do start, when you run a giveaway or when you start to get better results people will start making fake accounts, you know, of yours, right? And they've gotten so fancy these days where they literally go online, download all your content and then post it so it looks legit. Yeah, it looks like your feed. Absolutely. So somebody last year, so my handle is thesocialimpact.co and somebody made a social, thesocialimpact.co, but they had two L's at the end of social. So mm-hmm. it's like a little word trip because you don't even, you, yeah, you can't even really you even see, see it. That, you know, yeah. the L's and the I's mesh into each other, right? So somebody made this, they made it look legit. And then what they did was my business partner, Mon, she was actually on a live at the, at the time with somebody and this the social impact person went onto the live and requested to go live. Naturally, Mon's like, 
Oh, this is no. the social impact. This is Alicia. Sure, Alicia, come on in. She let them in and it was a man flashing himself, right? So, oh like, you know, for, like I apologize to anyone who that offended, but I would, like, it's not as bad as some of these cases where people are actually trying to get money out of you. Still not great at yeah. all. Um, like I've had my identity stolen before and someone um, trying to steal a lot of money. So, yeah. you know, there's some serious ramifications if people can think that you are somebody else is you you know they yeah. you have that trust and somebody's contacting pretending to be you yeah they can get you to do all sorts of things absolutely so. you don't ever want to lose trust with somebody because of somebody else's decisions right it's like yeah, oh exactly yeah they always have giveaways but there's always like every time i do a giveaway i get hit with these you know spammy yeah, things these spammers get me yeah so or someone hold it against you being like yeah well this account faked you and i did this and it's like well, that was your decision, but they still want to hold. So pretty much what I'm saying yeah. here is think about these things and it's like, okay, if this has ever happened to you or if you don't want it to happen, there is now something yeah. you can do. So, you know, in short, I think this is great. Yes, it's a bit sort of um, frustrating in a sense because for some businesses or brands who have worked really hard to get that blue tick, they've still got it. But I know for some of them, like, it doesn't mean as much anymore. But yeah. In my eyes, I'm like, look, like, that's that's all I ego. get that, but the whole point of a blue tick was to say that this is the legitimate yes. account for what it says it exactly. is. Exactly. And you do have to prove it. You don't just, like, sign up to the subscription and you get it. Exactly. So you have to show company documents of you registering that name yes. or, you know, business or whatever it might be. So it's not just available for everyone. Exactly. So I think at the end of the day, they're still getting the same yeah. credibility. Yeah. And I'm excited about some other things they said in their announcement. One was that you'll get access to support, yes. which for some people, if they're not spending enough money on ads, they never get access to support. Yeah. The other one is they have come out and said that you'll get increased reach. Yes. I don't know about you, but I'm happy to spend yeah, 25 bucks a month to get increased reach, right? Absolutely. And I think the thing as well is I'm thinking about, again, so, you know, I just wanted to share that the fact that people who are taking it from like, oh, it doesn't mean anything now again that's ego that's like us being like oh yeah. i want to be like a celebrity i want to be you know like blue tick official i want to get it on my own yeah, yeah. i don't want to have to pay for it Look, like cool <laughs> cool 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 but from a business perspective absolutely i am jumping on this um you know because of that reason exactly and if i'm in comments right yes there's going to be more people with that blue tick but instantly if i'm in comments that blue tick stands out if I'm DMing yes. someone straight away, they know this isn't a sh crappy fake account trying to spam me, right? Instantly, they have that verification. And it's like, you know, we're all wanting more trust from our audience, right? When they bu we build enough yep. trust, people might want to buy from us, right? And this is such a great way to leap yourself forward, have that trust. So, look, Karen, I'm, yep. I'm so excited we talked about this because I just... I see the points where people might be a bit frustrated, but you pay subscriptions for, you know, all these other things that help your we business. We get so much for free from Instagram as it is. So a hundred percent. I feel like it's a very low cost. So the way that they're doing this is they actually pay a company to verify all these documents, which costs them. Yeah. And therefore this is covering that cost. So fair enough, if you ask me. And it's not quite available yet to all account types, yes, is it? Yeah. But it's going to be. Yep. So if you haven't seen it roll up on your account yet, don't worry, it's coming. And if you do get a notification when you log into Facebook, you'll see like this banner asking you if you want to verify your account. Hit yes, go for that. Yep. <laughs> get that done. 
But yeah, I'm super excited about it. I can't wait to verify all my accounts. Yes. Happy to pay. Happy to pay for the extra reach, for the credibility, and for no one to be able to pretend to be me. Absolutely. Uh, because people will get used to seeing mine with the blue tick. So yeah. I am all for it. And I think if you're running an e-commerce brand and it's a serious business, not just a hobby, you know, you're making money, then spend the money. Yeah. One question for you, I don't know if you know an answer to this, but there's two different prices, whether you sign up on the phone or the computer. Yes. Yeah, I'm why? <laughs> I'm honestly not sure about that. Um, but you know, yeah. why it's a bit confusing because I feel like I thought it was if you wanted to be verified on the phone as well, you do it through this. Yes. And if you wanted to be verified just on the computer, but that makes no sense. No, no, I think it's just And then just I know someone that's actually done it through the phone and it still verifies them on the computer. So they think that they just paid more by actually doing it on the yeah. phone. So hot tip, do your verifications on the computer and you should you pay about half. Yeah, and look, <laughs> so. maybe, maybe it's a glitch. Maybe it's, you know, um, Meta saying we want you to, you know, it's easier for us to do when you do this on it, you know, whatever, right? Um, whatever yeah. it is. But, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a business expense, you know, great. Um, but 100% I would be recommending brands to get onto this um, because as well, if you're waiting around for that official blue tick, it is so much harder for brands to be getting that blue tick because they're really recognizing no matter if you've got, you know, publications, articles, it's really difficult behind a brand because they're looking for the name, the official name, you know, Alicia Mathardia, Karen Parkinson, rather than, you know, the brand that you are behind. So that is really, really important there. Awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on today. I'm super excited about checking in some SEO in all of my posts and clients' posts and pushing this out. Now, where can somebody find you if they're wanting to learn more about Instagram? So definitely don't find that fake account with the double L. Um, (laughs) But you can come and find me on the socialimpact.co on Instagram. We will link to the legitimate one. Yes, please. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and hopefully anytime now you'll see a little blue tick. Um, But, yeah, you can come find me there. That is my happy place. Um, And then there's all these other ways that we can work together, support you. But really there's all the good the tips the tricks especially for e-commerce businesses um you've been pumping out some amazing tutorial reels lately so if you want to get some ideas on how to create content for your e-commerce products alicia has been putting out these like you've been doing underwater ones i'm like oh i want to play around with some product photography right now because yes been loving the content you've been putting out so go and check those out for sure amazing thank you so much karen it has been epic talking to you and if you're listening I gave you that little that little challenge to please go write that list of keywords. All right? Yes. Go write them. And if you want that accountability, send us a DM. Say, you know, listen to the episode, hear my words, we'll cheer you on, and there's the accountability right there. Would love that. Thank you so much. Do you want to make 2023 your best year ever? Create a thriving e-commerce store with profitable Facebook ads. I'm running a 12-week live round of our award-winning program, Ecom Igniter, where you'll learn exactly how to implement our agency-tested, profitable Facebook ad funnel into your business. You won't just learn about Facebook ads. I'll ensure you have everything set up and ready to make the most of them. You know your numbers in your business. You'll get super clear on your audience, create content that converts, have a traffic-ready website ready to turn those browsers into buyers. You'll implement an effective email marketing strategy and then and only then start running our proven ad strategy to grow and scale your online store. 
So if you want the skills, knowledge and support to be unstoppable in 2023, join the Ecom Igniter waitlist at ecomigniter.com.